Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Well, I got a simple assignment on my way home today. Two simple so- so- simple assignments. Okay, that's always good. Uh, first of all, I have to find a Christmas party outfit because that's this Thursday night. Yes, the Thursday night Christmas party, everybody's favorite Christmas party. Everybody wants to go to a Christmas party during the week. And it's, I guess for most people who work normal hours, it's probably fine. Like you can, like you can probably go out, tie one on and still be presentable by nine o'clock the next morning, right? But we don't start at nine. No, we start at, well, I get here way before Bryce. Like I get here around four o'clock in the morning, which is kind of hard when you, I don't know, you've had a couple of cocktails. Now you're crawling into your race car bed and it's midnight and you have to get up three and a half hours later. Yeah. That's brutal. That's a tight turnaround. It is, but, uh, Maybe we won't work Friday. <laughs> Maybe we won't. So I got to find a Christmas party outfit. I don't know. Probably something sassy, glittery, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think uh, bright colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe yellow. One of those shirts that everybody's aunt has. It's like a blouse, but it's it's all like sparkly. Do you know what I'm talking about? What is it? It's like It almost looks like tinsel. I think that would be a good look on yeah, you. Yeah, maybe I'll get that. That'll be good. Uh, also, my other stop on the way home, too, my beautiful bride is like, oh, by the way, I'm going to a, like, one of those murder mystery party things. Oh, okay. You know those? Yeah, I she's have going to one of those on, I don't know, Friday or Saturday night. And she's like, my character needs one of those old cell phones and a pager. Can you please stop and find me? Where do you get a pager? And where do you get one of those giant cell phones? I think those kinds of things, it's almost a novelty now that would be really expensive. I have that same feeling. It's like how the original Nintendo now, you see those and they're selling them for $8,000. Yeah, like those huge Motorola, they're like the size of a landscaping brick. I have a feeling those are probably worth a lot of money. Yeah, I don't even know where you could find one. And what year is this dinner party taking place in that she's going to that... She has to have a pager and a giant cell phone. Have you ever done one of those? I have. I've done I, one too. I did not enjoy it. <clears throat> it was a little weird. The person that put it on too, she was adamant about everybody staying in character the whole time. It's like, what? No, I'm not going to walk around and pretend to be a magician. Like That was my character, magician. I can't remember my character. I remember that everybody thought I was the murderer, oh. and I wasn't, and I chose to take that extremely personally. Oh, there's no other way to take that. Uh, we still, I still haven't spoken to the other participants since. Wow. It's that contentious. <laughs> and it's been eight and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get invited to this one, by the way. Ooh. So, yeah. Ooh, that stings when just one half uh, gets invited. Oh, yeah, unless there's something I don't know. Ooh, you can come, but don't bring Garner. Yeah, he can just stay home. He can be your runner. He can go find you a pager and an outdated cell phone. 
I'm not a costume guy to begin with, let alone to do that. On an on-Halloween night, driving to yeah. a party in a costume is a very <laughs> weird feeling. And then uh, having to stay in character. And I remember that was a, a big thing. They weren't extremely adamant about it, but it was highly encouraged to oh, remain yeah. in character for what felt like infinity. It felt like it went on for a long time. Oh, my time. God. I swear to God, it took us three to three and a half hours to wrap this thing up. And there's like 20 people there and 18 of them or two of them stayed in character, like to the point that it became annoying. You know, you'd be talking to them and they would just they wouldn't drop the accent. Yeah. Yeah. The dinner party murder mystery. Mm. I don't know how on board with that I am. Maybe should I be? Should I be worried though about that I didn't get invited? I would take that extremely personally. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Bryce Kirkland Kelly is. Wouldn't that be something if that ter- was your actual middle name? It's a beautiful name. Kirkland is a fine name. Beautiful. Yeah. So elegant and classy. Um, I've never owned an article of clothing before where I felt so natural in it. Like just You look like you work there. I, have, I feel like I work there. I have yeah. that confidence. I have that swagger about me. Yeah. That I sell food in bulk at discount prices. With unpainted floors beneath your feet? You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Do you work here or do you work at Costco? That looks like a uniform. Physically, I'm here, but uh, my heart and mind Mm -hmm. are at Costco. (laughs) So you came down, uh, there was a certain skip. I I can always hear you come into the building. It's like silence. But this morning, I heard the pitter-patter of excited feet coming down the hallway, and you announced in my doorway, I got a new sweater. And I said, uh, do you have it on right now? Is it a new Christmas sweater? And you said, yep. And you unzipped your jacket, and it's a Kirkland sweatshirt that yeah. says Kirkland. Somebody went to Costco last night, uh, <laughs> and they have like the sweaters, the Kirkland sweaters. And I said, you're coming home with me. Yeah. Not only does it say Kirkland on the chest, it says on the sleeve as well, right? It sure does. Yeah, and you know what it does? It really blends style mm-hmm. and comfort. I feel like with a sweatshirt like that on, you could go into any Costco. You could walk right into the office. You could go into the back where they keep the meats and that kind of thing. Nobody would ever ask any questions because you look like you work there. No, I'm just going to start operating forklifts in there. And uh-huh. uh, with the bold confidence I now have, thanks to this sweater, when, they won't even question it. When did everybody decide that they want to wear? Like, I remember for a, the longest time, it was like, uh, if you had Kirkland jeans on, you'd be like, yeah, they're Kirkland. Like, you wouldn't announce to the world you were wearing Kirkland clothing, but now it's cool. What happened? I don't know. Same thing happened with that Champion brand. Well, I know, yeah. It used to be the budget brand. Once upon a time, you were humiliated to wear Champion. Now all the cool kids wear it. Yeah. Carhartt's another thing. It used to be just guys in the trades would wear to work, and now it's a trendy thing. Yeah. To wear out to the clubs. Like, if you're a Carhartt person, like, you're in the trades, and you wear those because they're durable and everything... Are you offended when you go out to a bar on a Saturday night and there's some hipster in a Carhartt jacket? That you know has never swung a hammer in their life? Exactly. Yeah, yeah no. They I spend would. their days working on their screenplay at a Starbucks. And that's probably how the Kirkland people feel when they see me in this sweater. But yeah. uh, rarely does a uh, article of clothing come along that shows people that I both love to save on my budget, but I appreciate quality. Well, you like one of those things. <laughs> You went just because this summer you bought that Kirkland putter too, right? Oh, yeah, baby. 
And of course, the Kirkland putter comes with a giant head cover, so everybody knows you're swinging a Kirkland putter. You better believe I took a good long look at yeah. the wedges when I was there yesterday, too. Oh my God. But I walked away. Oh. Anyway, I've never seen you excited about a piece of clothing before. If it, uh, it's like I'm poured into this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it was yeah. made just for me. You know what we need to do is we need to get a picture of you in that, and we need to post that this morning. <laughs> I disagree. No, we'll do that. Uh, quickly, though, I want to mention something came up in the podcast yesterday, and somebody questioned and said, God, I hope Bryce brought that CD in today. Because you said you were in like a flea market? No, an antique. I was in the antique mall down the road here. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and God. See, this is how you know Bryce Kelly's just bad with his money. <laughs> I found a CD in there. Uh, it's not an antique. It's from the early 2000s. It was like $6, but it was like, it, uh, it was called Twisted Christmas. And it yeah. Was, I thought it was going to be like, horror versions of Christmas songs and turns out it's just weird Christmas songs Uh, but there was one standout track and it's well the the title of the song is spectacular it's called I Farted on Santa's Lap yeah I had never heard this one before Uh, I thought is this going to be you know the new Jingle Bells yeah and short answer is yes I've listened to it four times backstage this morning and this this hook I'm not going to play you the whole song right now but this is now going to be stuck in my head for the entire Christmas season. Little Stinkers, the name of the band. Uh, here's a little snippet of I Farted on Santa's Lap. I snuck out of my bed without a sound Went down to the living room Just to take a look around But then that I saw Santa Next to the Christmas tree His arms were full of presents And they were all for me Put them on a pile Got up to turn around And blew a fart with such great force Our tree almost came down So I'll always cherish That special moment when I realized even old Saint Nick Rips one now and then kind of hard to understand we were talking about that i farted on santa's lap but christmas didn't stink for me uh here's a crisper we're not going to listen to the whole thing but this i think this one might be the version we play right here i farted on santa's lap now under my christmas tree Eve, I snuck out of my bed without a sound. See, that one's easier to understand, but I think that's just an adult putting on a kid's voice. I think so, but it's very important that people understand the words because uh, I Farted on Santa's Lap is nothing if not a deep song. Yeah. We have Imagine by John Lennon and this. I was thinking that that song is obviously written by Lennon and McCartney. It's so good. It's beautiful. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were just trying to figure out when was it that Kirkland turned the corner like that. Now all of a sudden, everybody you used to whisper when you were wearing Kirkland. It'd be like, yeah, these uh, these pants are Kirkland. But now you you wear them loud and proud, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to figure out when did Kirkland become cool. And then somebody said Workaholics had an entire episode about Kirkland jeans and how great they were. That's when it changed. Okay. Uh, somebody else said Kirkland clothes are in because they're affordable. I'm wearing the sweatpants right now. Uh, and I'm not here. The, you know my uniform I always talk about, how I've worn the same thing every single day for three years. I've simplified my life to the point that I have a uniform now. The shirt I wear is a Costco shirt. It's not a Kirkland brand, but I bought seven of them. 
Identical colors, identical sizes. I bought all seven of those out of Costco. Uh, oh, and also on the topic of Carhartts, because that came up too. Like Carhartt used to strictly be, you know, the uniform of men and women who worked in trades, people who get dirty. And now you see Carhartt jackets, Carhartt pants just sort of creeping into everyday life. And I asked you the question, if you are a person who gets dirty for a living, are you offended when you see people who don't get dirty wearing your Carhartts? Somebody said, 100% offended. Those tools have never done manual labor, bunch of posers. Uh, Hey, it's Matt. I work in trades, and it does offend me when I see people wear Carhartts to a rave. No, are people wearing Carhartts to raves? Those things don't really breathe when you're out there dancing that hard. Uh, Tyson says, yes, it was the hipsters that drove up all the Carhartt prices. Is it true? Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, all I hear is green with envy coming from your voice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go get one of those twos. Maybe we can have matching sweatshirt day here on the show. You I, and I. I don't like that idea. No? I'm not going to lie. I kind of like being the... Uh, Kirkland sweater guy. It's it's a fine shirt. I would wear that because I have no, I don't know. I don't care what label is on my clothing. I really don't. My, I'm baffled by how far Kirkland has come. Yes. And that's the part I don't understand. It's like five years ago, you'd be like, I'm wearing Kirkland jeans, but don't tell anyone. And now like... You probably want your Kirkland jeans. You probably want that decal on there to be even bigger so everybody knows. You, are, uh, if you're going on a first date, it's mm. probably now, if you wore a Kirkland sweater, you would be getting a second date. Yeah. I know it. Uh, we were talking, too, about Carhartts and how expensive those are now. And is it offensive when you're a person who gets dirty for a living and then you just see people wearing your beloved Carhartt who don't get dirty for a living? Do you know what I mean? I do. I very much do. Because that's what I knew it as for a long time, is what people in the trades wear. And now you just see people Uh, out at (laughs) rave parties wearing Kirkland toques. That makes you sound so with it when you say rave party. When they go to a discotheque. Yeah. Uh, It's the babies wearing Carhartts that really pisses me off. They don't contribute to society. I'd be surprised if they even had a job. Yeah, no kidding. Have you seen the babies wearing Carhartt stuff? Babies don't know how to use hammers. No. Babies can't call out the size of socket. They've never done a hard day's work in their life. No. Zach says it's very irksome when I can't get a decent pair of Carhartts for less than $200 right now, but nightclub Johnny looks slick in his overalls that are only ever going to see the grease of a burger and not the grease of an axle or differential. Ooh. (laughs) Called out. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A couple of people pointed out that um, Workaholics did an entire episode about Kirkland jeans and how great they are, and that's why... People have sort of changed their opinion on the Kirkland brand and you wear it on your shirt. I don't know, maybe, I think people are just being ironic too. And then of course we started talking about Carhartts and how uh, Carhartt clothing was strictly for men and women that get dirty at work. But now I think everybody's wearing Carhartt clothing. And I asked that question. If you get dirty at work and you go into a Starbucks and Starbucks and there's some guy working on a MacBook Pro and working on his screenplay and he's wearing Carhartts. Is that offensive to you? 
And a lot of people said, yes, it is. Deb says the show Yellowstone has driven the Carhartt craze, especially for the woman. Women? What? They wear... That's a Western, right? Does it take place in old-timey days? Or is that a modern Western? I've never seen Yellowstone. Everybody always tells me, Garn, you got to watch Yellowstone, but I haven't yet. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, it's just so funny how quickly the Kirkland brand name has just sort of become a thing that people are totally cool with. A few years ago, you would not have worn that splashed across the front of your shirt. Well, it's like I said before. You know, this is a sweater that blends both comfort and style mm. and shows people that I care about looking stylish while also maintaining a budget. It's about one of those things, maybe, but uh, somebody said TikTok specifically has become a treasure trove for hyping up fashion finds in the not-so-glamorous warehouses. The popular search term, Costco clothing finds, has just about 2 billion views. That's a good point. I do see a lot of videos on TikTok of people, not just clothes, but just, you know, oh, look what's on sale now. Oh, look what they have here. Yeah. People do like to hype up that place. It's funny because I've decided that after three years, I'm going to come out of uniform retirement at the end of this year. Oh, you're making a huge mistake. No, no. Like, I've spent the last three years wearing the exact same outfit every single day. Are you just going to change up the outfit? I'm going to... Ch- well, no. I'm going to just put variety back into my wardrobe oh, again. Oh, no. I'm thinking... I'm, I'm doing it for my beautiful wife. She must be sick to <laughs> death of seeing me in the same thing every single day. So I thought, I went out last night, and here's where, I'm, maybe I'm a little bit out of touch, but I went to, I was at the Bay at Southgate, and I came home with a, a, a denim shirt and a jean jacket. So I came home with a Levi's denim shirt that's dark denim and a dark denim Levi's jean jacket to match the dark Levi's jeans that I always wear. And to say that the environment was hostile when I modeled my new outfit at home last night would be an understatement, and I will be returning my purchases to the Bay later this morning. I do believe they call that a Canadian tuxedo. I know, and I tried to explain that. Where do you wear a denim shirt, then, if you can't wear it with jeans? And I'm not going to start wearing khakis. They just look terrible on me. Man, I find it to be a little bit offensive that they would take... Such a hostile oh my God, uh, reaction brutal. to a Canadian outfit. I know. it was. My, I even said to my wife and one of my gifted children at one point, I said, this is what Gord Downey wore all the time. And they said, you are not Gord Downey. And this I'm is like, what Jay Leno wears, I former know, host of The Tonight Show. But he wears the real light colored <laughs> denim on denim. No, this is dark, stylish denim. Anyway, I don't care what you think. Maybe I'm just going to get, I'm going to just start wearing the Canadian tuxedo every day. I think you're inviting grief into your life uh, by uh, bringing back variety. Yeah. I think uh, it's like going back to work after a long weekend. You just feel different and weird and off. That's what you're going to feel like. You're listening to the Carter Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Right now, I imagine the scene is sort of like in a movie where somebody's taking bets. They're standing in the back of a pickup truck in the bed and everybody's just handing them money. But nobody's keeping track of who's handed what, like what kind of bets they've placed. How do they pay out at the end? I don't understand that. Yeah, I've always wondered that too. No one's writing anything down. No, no. It's always bothered me. Because I imagine in uh, like industrial workplaces right now, that's the exact scene as people guess, will Sam Papua 
who's local and was on Jeopardy on Friday night, will she go nine for nine on yesterday's No Time to Google questions? I mean, I like to pride myself. I like to think that we write good questions, good, yeah. honest, hardworking questions, and that even someone smart enough to be on Jeopardy will trip and fall. Yesterday was a bit of a layup, though, right? Not to take anything away from Craig, who did go nine for nine. We did have a winner yesterday. Yeah. But anyway, this <laughs> uh, Sam Papua. Bryce talked to uh, Sam earlier. Here's how things shook out on No Time to Google. Here we go. Yeah, you know what? Let's give it a whirl. I might horribly embarrass myself, but why not? Lucky the Leprechaun is the mascot for which cereal? Uh, Lucky Charms. What national coffee and donut chain is named after a legendary hockey player? Tim Hortons. When the national anthem comes on at a sporting event, what article of clothing are you supposed to remove? Your hat. What does the AC stand for in HVAC? Uh, Air conditioning. Old Dutch is a company best known for making what? Potato chips. The national flag of France is red, white, and which other color? Blue. Uh, In which Alberta town would you find the Royal Tyrell Museum? Drumheller. The southernmost point of the Alaska Highway can be found in which province? British Columbia. And what is the name of the cartoon character that has square pants? SpongeBob. You win. Well, look at that. Nine for nine. Wow. (laughs) Perfect. I'm not going to lie. I think it'd be a little embarrassing if I went on to Jeopardy and can't answer trivia questions. I was kind of hoping you'd bomb out on that square pants question. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like go completely blank on the cartoon I grew up with, eh? So that was Sam Papua, local Jeopardy contestant this past Friday night. She did not win. She won. What, two grand, though? Two grand, yeah. She left with $2,000 US. Yeah, so she still good. did good. There's some guy who'd won like three weeks in a row who yeah. ended up winning. But, That's a uh, great endorsement, though, for No Time to Google. When you get a Jeopardy contestant on to play No Time to Google and they go nine for nine, that's pretty good. It's kind of like, what was that show? I always forget the name, Pros versus Joes, where yes. you had regular people compete against professional athletes to show how good the athletes really are. Yeah. Uh, we just had a Jeopardy contestant go nine for nine in what felt like eight seconds. Mm-hmm. Man, being a contestant on Jeopardy would come with some serious baggage because everyone would just assume that you know everything. People would be walking up to Sam going, hey, Sam, do you uh, do you know what size wiper blades my 2007 Volvo XC70 takes? Or, hey, Sam, can you tell me what bus I need to take from West Edmonton Mall to Beverly? Yeah, they expect you to have the answers for every question. It would be like being a chef on you know, that one episode of Top Chef Canada. And now every time you go to someone's house, they're like, hey, why don't you make dinner? Huh? Why don't you do that? It's almost more of a burden. I uh, tell you, I wouldn't want to be on Jeopardy. It's, it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. You, it might sound great on paper, but think of the problems you're going to have. It's the Guy Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, let me grab a quick phone call here, Kirkland. I'll be right back. Just a second. Hi. 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 Uh, I thought I would call and give you the chance to wish me a happy birthday. I get the chance to do that? Yeah. I have been waiting all year for this. <laughs> yeah, it's Comedy Kareen calling you. Hey, Kareen, how uh, how many is it this year? Uh, 45, and I have earned every single year. Well, I'm bringing in the birthday singers right now as we speak. <laughs> happy birthday to you. It's your special day. It's your day on Happy Laughing Radio. Oh. 
happy birthday, Corrine. Thank you. Have an hey, awesome what day. Do you, what do you think of the birthday text instead of the phone call? <laughs> I wrestled with that just the other day, but then, then I broke down and I actually phoned my dad. <laughs> and, and I wish I was joking, but no, that's a true story. He, um, I was composing a text when uh, my beautiful bride said, hey, what are you doing over there? And I said, oh, just wishing my dad a happy birthday. And she slapped the phone out of my hand. Slapped it. You call your dad. How dare you? Whereas, if you want to wish me a happy birthday, I am so cool with the text message. I prefer the text myself. Yeah. You know, there's a couple people maybe you don't mind hearing from, but for the most part, eh, text yeah. will do just fine. That's good. It was nice of her to give you the opportunity to say happy birthday, though. Mm-hmm. That was very thoughtful. Yeah, it was, really. So, have a good one today, Corrine. She's been listening to this show for years. For years. It's the least I could do. Go buy yourself an ice cream cake and eat it by yourself. In the car it's while you're driving home. It's not distracted driving. It's not sad at all. Nope. Believe me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.